And just like that, we're here. Today's an awesome day. I'm super uh, excited to be in the room. I got emotional before uh, talking to my dad and being around another combat vet. Um, you know, we spoke about a lot of things that I've been through. So to be here today means the world. Uh, lights out. What's up? What's going on, man? Former uh, pro bowler, played for the Chargers, big guy. As soon as I saw him, I said, what do you do, eat people? Um, he, he, he does eat people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I got a, uh, a former Marine um, who I looked up, look up to very much who joined uh, the Marine Corps right after 9-11, literally September 17th, uh, and is a, a fellow combat vet. J-Rock's in the house, Las Vegas owned. Uh, what's up, Chance? No much, man. Welcome to Fight See Junkies. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank right you here. for having us. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I've been watching uh, a lot of your stuff. Thanks, man. Um, I mean, we, we technically, we are junkies of fights. Yeah. So it makes sense for us being here, fight junkies, you there know, you it go. all works. That, you know, that's a cool-ass <laughs> name. It is. You know, you you know, know what, what I like, like the most about it, which yeah. probably sounds a little sinister? I went through so much with addiction after getting out and losing my identity that I've been called a junkie before. Right. But in a bad way. And now I can proudly say, you're goddamn right, I'm a junkie. Yeah. <laughs> it's it just, you know you know what it is, especially when you get on, like, the fight side. People, people are, like, hardcore fans, right? And, like, coming from the NFL where you got hardcore fans, it's a little bit different in the, in the, in the combat sports because the hard, they're, they're a different kind of fan. Definitely. Right? Like, you have, like we were talking about next, next door is that, you know, like, I played for the Bills for a couple years in my last year. Like, when you're born, they put a – Buffalo Bills beanie on you're a Buffalo Bills fan as an infant and you got no other choice and I think that you know being in combat sports now on this side and you know having my own you know league and promotion and stuff like that you see a different kind of fan like they don't play about their favorite fighters you know what I mean like you have people that's like their your favorite team but on the on the MMA on just combat sports in general, like they don't play about their favorite fighters. They will fight you to the death if you talk bad if, if against your favorite fighter. Yeah, they go hard. Passion. Oh, they go hard. Yeah, passion. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I mean, I I grew up in uh, Jackson, New Jersey, right next to Tom's River, where uh, Frankie Edgar grew up. Yep. Uh, Dante Rivera, you know, I call him Uncle. Um, grew up with his nephew. Yeah, I've always been around the fight game. So to be able to do this and then meet other passionate people about the fight game that, that are, you know, my age, um, that know what it was like back in the pride days, and it, it's cool. because uh, the MMA days. Oh, man. Soccer kicks, pride. right? Pride was so good. So you so guys good. both uh, said that you go to uh, Extreme Couture. I had Eric Nixick on here. So when it comes to the passionate about your, Shout your out favorite. Shout Eric Nixick. Yeah. Eric. We love you, bro. Hey, my, my boy. He's a man. He's awesome. I, uh, he was my first podcast here. And I had like imposter syndrome, and I was all nervous. And you know, I was like, I didn't even—I've never even watched the whole thing. I just looked like, uh, like I didn't belong in the room. But uh, he was such a sweetheart, so, so awesome. Um, so what's going on with you guys? You, you, I know you guys are fight fans, but yeah. I see you train a lot. You're doing cold plunges. You have an awesome routine. You make me feel very fat every day. I hope you're proud of yourself. Uh, I'm glad my wife's in Centennial Hills. Well, hopefully, there's uh, <laughs> a little motivation involved in that process. Yeah. yeah. No, certainly motivating uh, because I know that you've overcome very similar things to me and that's why I was drawn to you because I see a lot of where I will be like there's no there's no failing in my I, if I didn't die then or the things I put myself through I can't fail now it's impossible no you can do anything you want I mean the, the stuff that you have to that you've gone through which I understand is you know mentally you have to pass certain barriers to get past that 
And uh, I, I don't think a lot of people get through those type of, of things, right? Like we were kind of talking about it a little bit, you know, before we started, but you know, what doesn't kill you does make you stronger. And you know, you're, you're in a place where there's nothing that can stop you, it's just you, you know? So you push past those things, throw the discipline in there and uh, you'll, you'll be, <laughs> you'll yeah. be hitting them cold punches anytime. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. things do get those. Those things don't always. Get, they don't get easier though. I'll tell you that. Every time I get in there, I got to take that deep breath and be like, "All right, here we go." You know, <laughs> it's. You, you know what's so crazy about that? Like getting big now. Like I did that my whole career, right? We got an ice bath every day after practice, every single day, and so like we we understood and we know like the benefits of it. We always knew, you know, because you walk up to practice where you got swollen knees, swollen ankles, swollen whatever it is, and you're just trying to get everything out, like just flush everything out. And so when I when I started to see like the cold plunges now, I'm like people are just getting hip to that now, which is a good thing. But the 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 benefits that like I wouldn't made it as far my as far in my career as I did without getting in the cold tub the way I did. Now we we now we had the you know like the hot tub and the cold tubs. So you got you know five minutes here, five minutes here, five minutes here, and I normally do about twenty to thirty minutes every day. Wow. In a hot and cold tub, but it just. It's a it's a game changer, and I'm glad that like more people are getting involved now. Do you think football is similar to like the damage to like an MMA training camp? It's different. It's different, and um, you know it's funny. I was just talking about this the other day, and then you know because I I've been training myself. As a matter of fact, when when I started training, um, Jake, you know Jay Glazer, right? Yeah. Um, we talked about the MVP, the MVP program and whatnot, which I've been involved with for a long time. Um, he came in, and I grew up boxing. I'm from Prince George's County, Maryland. And so with us, we we grew up boxing all the time. And, you know, we had we used to have family cookouts and stuff like that. We had gloves and mouthpieces. Because we knew that cousins or some the uncle, somebody, you know, somebody had too much to drink or somebody started talking shit. It was like <laughs> let's handle the yeah, barbecue. Like, oh yeah, yeah. My gra- <laughs> my grandmother be like, hey, the gloves in the back. My grandmother. Yeah, stop arguing. Yeah, it was like, yo, go handle what, it. you guys are talking too much. The gloves in the closet, go get them, right? And so we grew up doing that. And so in the mid-2000s, when, when MMA started to get big, you know, Strike Force is already there, Pride, and all that, like, was big. But then, like, UFC started to begin this global phenomenon, right, with the Chuck Liddell, the Tito Ortiz, the Randy Couture's, the Brock Liddell. Like, during that time, when everything got big. So Jay was like, hey, I know you grew up boxing. I was in there um, hitting mitts. And he said, why don't you um, pick up some MMA because it'll help you out doing football. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And so my the next day he texted me the address and I walked to the gym and Randy Couture was there. And so like my first day doing anything in the MMA side was with Randy. And so I I, I was like, you know what? I kind of like this shit, man. This is dope. And so every year I started to train with like some of the best in the world. And so like even even with Eric, we were just talking about Eric, and I'm, I'm I was in the gym today and I was working with the coach and hitting mitts and all that other stuff. I said, man, if I met Eric or whatever, like back when I retired. And there was like real money in the sport then. I would have I would have been fighting. I would have left the football field the very next day, and I would have took a fight probably twelve weeks after. You'd be fighting yeah, Francis. Bro, I, I said I, I said the same thing. Like if if I would have met Eric a little sooner, I'm sure I'm sure I would have been had a bunch of fights already. You know, because um, it's honestly too. It's one of those things where like you know you connect with these coaches in in, in a way, and with Eric, like you know we were. It's like we knew each other and we were instantly friends. We're going to be friends for the rest of our lives. And, like, I trust his – A, I mean, obviously he's he's an expert, but also I, I trust him in his heart 
that he wants good things for me, you know, and that's important too. And having that trust factor, but you know, um, to, to your point, like I could see how that, you know, that, that type of training, you know, for, for football too. There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, correlation, man, between the yeah. two sports. It really is. And can you break that down a little? Cause yeah, so, I, I never played football, so yeah, I can imagine and, the core strength and some of the agility. Well, like. you know, what happens is like when you're, you know, in the NFL, you're walking in the, like my first day, you know, training, like everybody thought, cause I, you're athletically, you can go with anybody, but Technical wise, you're going to lose the long term, right? Because Randy was like ragged all of my ass around a little bit when we were pumping. I could not understand, like, how the hell is he, you know, kind of moving my body around and, and doing different things. And he was just showing me, say, hey, when I do this, to do this. When I do this, do this. And he was talking me through the, the whole thing. And so I started to pick up on it fast. And, and more importantly, like, when NFL players retired, I think that making that transition for them is probably easier than any other sport, right? For one, you got to be a different kind of person to play football. Yeah. Like you, you just have to, right? I did freshman football, one practice, dude, you, and I quit. You know, look, you know, <laughs> I was many, like, and you know how many me. people like in high school, like meaning uh, all the best the, athletes are in the NFL, bro. Yeah, and, and you all know, the best mean, athletes. Oh are no, in the NFL. no doubt about it. And so you, you have these guys that will come out and try to play football for the girls and shit, right? It was like I'm trying to get on the team. I seen um, was, we had a running back that came out and he got popped, pow, hard. He took his helmet off and showed his pass on the field, and he went back to track. He never, <laughs> he never touched the football field again. So the the, the mentality of the the physicalness, right? Yeah. The violence and, and it's a brutal. So you can make that. You're getting punched in the face is very much so like getting a crackback block, right? Or you taking on a fullback that's 240 pounds running downhill straight at you. So if you're able to do that, you can actually wrap your mind around getting punched in the face, even though that's not what you intend to do. But there's a lot of similarities there. And more more former athletes, especially football players, are going to be making that transition into you know combat sports. Yeah, and you've seen the transition has become very normal for wrestling right like like great wrestlers it's like that transition 100%. is almost like okay when are you when are you going to the next step with mma right if you're a great wrestler and i feel like football in the same in the same kind of manner if you don't have the injuries you know i mean just to make it to the nfl like i mean when you think about how many people are playing in high school football and college and don't actually make it to the nfl i mean we're talking about like the dude who's in the NFL is is my man right here, but it's the dude who's like the best in the whole state. You know what I mean? It's like two, three guys, best in the whole state, and they're making it. And, and he everyone didn't else blow his is, knee out. Right? Yeah, I mean, like you talk about all the pop one. I mean, all the people who are playing football, only a select few make it to the NFL. So the guys that are in the NFL, every single one of them is a stud. You know, and and I always say this because like I you know like I I look at all the fight. Um, I, I read a lot of the different things. I don't always comment, right? But, you know, there's a lot of guys like, oh, size don't mean nothing, this and that. I'm like, bro, you come up against a defensive lineman in, at, at a bar, and he's coming up quick. Like, I don't care if you know jujitsu, doesn't matter what you know. Like, he hits you, and, and, and that's a big dude coming with a lot of force, and, like, size does matter sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> that's why everyone's size like, does Francis matter. I mean, think about yeah. the speed and athleticism that these guys go through. It's, you know, it's nothing like it. We haven't seen a lot of, uh, do you guys know PJ Overt uh, worked, works with KSI. They just sold out yeah. Wembley Stadium. He's a jiu-jitsu black belt. I, I um, know of him. I don't know him. I had him on the show uh, a couple weeks ago. I, ha I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember a lot of, like, NFL players doing the boxing thing. How come we're not seeing more of that? Uh, 
Well, they're, they're coming over. Like Le- Le'Veon Bell has made it. He, he's making his way, right? Um, he, you know, he fought Adrian Peterson. He, he got Adrian Peterson pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Um, you see, uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man had a couple fights. Jones. Uh, Greg, you know, I know a lot of people like hate Greg Hardy, right? Like they do. I think mean, he and you know he's he, he's he's different. So I get that part of it, but he actually look. He had a, he had a run. He did where I thought that he would possibly be a champion one day. And think about this: he's only he only trained like a couple years tops before he was taking big fights in the UFC. Dude, that's. I gotta understand. People gotta understand when you you're 10, 15 years behind the guy that's, the, you're, the guy that you're across, yep. right? You're you're ten to fifteen years behind him, and you're able to stand toe to toe with him. Like Greg Hardy for for a short period of time, look great, scary dude. But you're gonna have listen. You're gonna have a you're gonna have some guys that have some injuries early on, knee injury or something that happened, and they can't play football anymore, right? But they can fight, and so you're going to start seeing that. Because the money's bigger, yeah. yeah. Dude, when I when I when I got out, um, you know, I was talking to a couple of uh, leagues and promotions and whatnot, and they were offering a couple hundred thousand. I was like, Nah, I'm, I'm making that an NFL network. You know, I'm good. Yeah. But now with the pay per view models and these big events happening, the money's there. And so if it if, if that was a case when I came out, it would have been a much different story. But if, for, for, I'm saying that because we're going to see a big name athlete. To finish his career early, to start transitioning into combat sports. I mean, uh, yeah, go I to basketball, LeBron. How do you think? Like you're you well, no, you got to take them out. Maybe no, I mean like yeah. a, some, <laughs> someone of his stature. Yeah, and those oh, bro, you, ever that, see, you ever see LeBron flop on one of those? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but let's say you get a young kid with the same athleticism of him. Is 24, yeah. can't play in the league, and he starts training. By the time he's 30, if he's committed, what are you going to do, dude? Right. I, I'm going to tell you who can go, right. and a lot of people don't know is Mercedes Lewis. To play tight end for for Green Bay, yeah. To play for Jacksonville and Green Bay, still active in the NFL. He's still active in the NFL. I, I, you know how many you know how many times I try to pitch him to fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know because he can actually he trains jujitsu and all that. But I've actually I've seen him go training with him, and, and I tell him, I said all the time I said, dude, take a couple fights, like seriously, because he he is that good. But and he and mind you, what is this 15, 16 year in the league in the NFL? You're gonna have a guy that's that's built like Mercedes Lewis. In the next, within the next couple of years, build like him. They get cut a few times, and say, you know what, fuck it, I'm I'm done with it. Because what happens is you get tired of that runaround with the teams and cut and the politics and everything else. Now, would it be like a pro, like trying to go pro, or would it be more of this like Jake Paul YouTube? No, to like get no, the bag you know, type no, of stuff? you're gonna have. Dude, I had a I had a guy, I had a, a guy that was fighting for me for for Lights Out Extreme, fighting for for our, for my promotion, for my company, um, Chris McCain. And he played defensive and outside linebacker for the Chargers, Miami, and uh, I believe the Colts, right? And this dude was built like John Jones. 6'6", 245, and can flat out go. I mean, I sparred him. I went, I said, yeah, some days we had sparring matches. We really got after each other. And I'm looking back at uh, Antonio McKee, who's our coach. And I said, he can go. He can go. And he was a 3-0 amateur for us before he quit fighting. He moved on to doing some other stuff. But... We're gonna get a, we're gonna get another Chris McCain here in the next year or two that's going to be a world champion that played for, for some time in the NFL. Yeah, I see it. I mean, why I see not? it happen. I mean, it makes sense. And and to your point, you know, the the violent aspect of football transition and the the training and everything else, 
that transition is there. And, and if you got the athleticism, you're bypassing 100%. a big group of guys, right? Just with the athleticism and, you know, the workout, the, the, the drive that it takes just to get to the NFL, like all of that. Now you taking all that time and attention and putting that same effort towards your training. Yeah. Brennan Schaub, right? Yeah, Brennan yeah. Schaub. Shout out Brennan Schaub. just showed him yesterday. You were on the, the fighter and the, the kid. Fighter and the kid. Yeah, we, we were talking about that because um, – so the reason why that was a great conversation with Brendan Schaub because he played in – you know, he had his stint. Yeah, he, he almost was on the Broncos or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Right? He, he, I think he almost made the team or whatnot. But he also, also fought. And it's funny because people will sit back and say, and I saw some of the comments from our interview, and people were like, you didn't play in the NFL. I said, dude, you, if you make it through a training camp – like, you at least can see the level of athlete that, that you're facing and going against. The NFL is, is something I, it's hard to put into words because it's so many physical freaks. And yeah. you, 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 just to get there, right? Yeah. So take your, you take your best guy from the SEC, right, or um, Big Ten or whatever it is. Your best, one of your best guys, they get into the NFL, and you never hear about them anymore. Yeah. Think, think about that. Think no, about the run. That, and that's what I was trying to say earlier is, like, these dudes who are in the NFL are, like, they're like unicorns, you know. I mean, honestly, yeah. like they're not—they're not normal. You, you know, you it's take you—you you take your all-American high school guys, right? You take your all-American high school guys. You get them to a Big Ten, Big SEC, whatever, and you never hear about them anymore. Now, take your, your best guys from college, and they go to the pros. Some of these guys, you never hear about them anymore. Now, you start getting to the weeds of things: the Pro Bowlers, the Pro All Pros, and then your defensive, offensive play, players. Like these, these guys are so elite. Like you can't even believe it. The All Pro team is you got eleven. You got eleven eleven, right? You got one guy in your position that makes All Pro, the first and second team. You know that just opened my my brain to the thought of like every time you have like a stud that gets drafted to the NBA, you normally do hear about them their first season. Right. But I've never, in in very few instances, like you said, they kind of the competition. They're they're going to be second, third string, even though they were. And then injuries, and then injuries on top of that. Yeah, you know, and and like like because you know I I went to high school with Frank Mir, right? Frank Mir, UFC champion, right? This dude in high school was a freak, right? Like you know he was six four, two forty, you know, benching four fifty, you know, in high school. You know what I mean? And he was one of those dudes. He was he was a fullback, you know. uh, We all were like, okay, this dude's going to the NFL. You know, at the same time, he was already a black belt in Kempo Karate and was getting into jujitsu early, which we all know his jujitsu is just like on a crazy another level. But his strength, he was just the strongest dude in the school. And we all were like, okay, this dude's going to the NFL. And then as soon as high school was over, boom, he was jumping into fighting. So he just took that same that same mentality mentality and just pushed it forward into fighting. And look how look how successful he was, you know. So you, you're still actively – how does your fighting right now I, – I see you training all the time. Yeah. Uh, I've seen you, you know, definitely doing your thing. Are you, Was there a point where you were trying to get into the, the UFC, being that you're from Vegas? I'm, uh, always, I'm always trying to stay ready uh, just for everything, just for life, and just because I love it. And it's, it's a lifestyle that, you know, I've been in now for a very long time. Um, I definitely, you know, uh, before, before the Marine Corps – um, you know, honestly, I was I was boxing with UNLV. You know, I came up moving around a lot, got getting into a lot of fights. Uh, at one point, you know, it, it was like you know I started out fighting my friends in the backyard. That turned into me like fighting dudes for money in the backyard, and I was I was good. You know, like 
when I say good, I was able to knock guys out. I always had the, the, the punching power and I could take a hit. And as I, you know, I was already in martial arts. And for me, like once I, once I transitioned and started like boxing in a real gym and like, you know, taking it serious, like I, I just was in love with it. I, I always was, I was always into martial arts. And so for me, you know, getting to UNLV and like, you know, really wanting to kind of keep going and, and, and I definitely wanted to go pro at that time. Um, before my first fight, uh, you know, September 11th happened and I joined the Marine Corps. And from there, you know, um, gone, uh, dealing with different things, life, job, all kinds of problems, you know, and just didn't make it back, you know. Um, but through the process, I had a couple amateur fights, um, kickboxing, boxing, some jujitsu tournaments. Um, and I definitely was, you know, all about fighting. Uh, and I still, I just love it. Yeah. And right now, right now, I have been, I have been trying to get a boxing match. Um, you know, I'm not getting any younger and I'm like, you know what? I, I still have enough in the gas tank, uh, for, for one or two more. So I've been trying to, to get a boxing match, you know, this Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight that's coming up. I've been trying to get on that undercard. So if you guys are out there, you know, and want to get me on, I heard KSI is available. Um, but I might yeah, be man, able I, to help with that. <laughs> Over it. PJ, my boy. But uh, he's, yeah, he's BJ, BJ's the man. I, I talked to BJ, you know, and I know, and I know uh, the Diaz team and, and those guys. And so, like, I've been plugging as hard as I can. Yeah. But I think I'm going to do one more regardless. Um, I've talked to a couple organizations. And, you know, it's something I just really want to do for me to check that box. Because, you know, there was times where I had pro fights scheduled and didn't end up happening or whatever over the years, you know. So I'm like, you know. Uh, while I still have it, you know, uh, I would love to get one more in there. So that's kind of it. And it's not, it's not only my motivation for training. Um, you know, kind of what we were talking about is it's a therapy for me. You know, it's, it's something where I can escape and, you know, it's, it's helped me calm my demons over the years. That's for sure. And, um, I'll do it till I can't move, you know, uh, right now I'm really focused on boxing and I haven't been doing as much jujitsu or kickboxing, but as soon as, uh, I figure out if I'm going to do this boxing match, uh, I'm gonna go back and get back, get my kicks moving again, and I miss being on the on the mats for sure. I'm definitely gonna text uh, PJ who does the the you know they just sold out Wembley. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, hey, you yeah. got any opening? Because I think they are doing a card coming in. up. Give me in. And I'm gonna hit him up after this uh, for sure. Wembley sounds rad. Yeah, he uh, they just sold out London. I think they're they're doing another card coming up. Um, how did you guys you guys been friends in Vegas because you're a local. How long how long have you been out here? Um, well, I've been out. I mean, in and out for for a long, 15, yeah, seventeen years. But but the, you guys met through the fight game. Oh, geez, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been around for a long time. Um, I you know I, I don't like Todd Extreme fighting my MMA um, league, and um, <clears throat> we're on Fubo TV. Okay. So you know I launched Lights Out Extreme Fight in 2019, and you know I've been around the sport for a long time. I've been in TV with NFL Network and. You know these big networks, and I was—I you know, started doing a lot of production stuff, writing shows, creating shows. So I knew how TV worked. You know, so that—that's—that that was the combination of of like camp, coming from. I come. There's nobody bigger when it comes to storytelling, uh, branding than NFL, right? Like they—they they are the NFL films and all. Like they, they just—they yeah, go. They go everything deep. is deep. So I was around that, seeing that side of it, um, and then. You know, going to networks myself as a talent broadcast, but also on the back end, 
I was the one like, you know, 12, 13 years ago asking questions like, hey, when, what, what is this camera for? What does this one do? How long is break? What's happening during break? Okay, what commercials are on? And so I started to learn how to sell sponsorship and get into that side of it. So when I launched um, Lights Out Extreme Fighting, it was, it was like right up my alley. Because for one, I, I love being around the guys. You talk to any former athlete, any former football player, especially when they get done and they retire, they'll all tell you one thing, they miss the locker room. Same as that. That's military, and all, yeah. all of us. For all of us, like that. It's that true. is the when you're making that transition, whether you're in the military or what. Like not being around your guys anymore is the hardest thing. It ain't. It ain't even the money, right? It's not the money. It's not the fame. It's not nothing. It's, it's wins and losses. Getting back to the locker room and and being around. You know, your country-ass friend from Wisconsin is funny as hell, right? And so uh, you miss that part of the camaraderie part of it. But then, you know, for me, when I retired, I was around all these fighters still. And these guys, even when we're training or sparring or whatever, you know, if they got a problem with each other before we start practice, they are lighting each other. Like, their two rounds are just all out. Or one round or whatever, just get just get after it. A lot of shit talking. Like, okay, we well, yeah, say something now. Okay, you go. You, and I'm you know sitting there. Me, I'm, I love <laughs> being around this shit. So I'm just, I'm just sitting around there like, oh, you gonna let you gonna let him talk to you like that? You're you, not gonna let him talk. I'm to like, you, like, you, know, you know, you know, you just said the shit before you came. Oh, you gonna say say it again? What you just told him before you came? So you know that was me always in the corner and always there. So um, it was like it was fitting, man. Like it was fitting. And being able to have the outreach because I played in the NFL, to have a platform that I can promote these other fighters. You know, we got a big fight um, coming up in San Diego, July 22nd. Um, and it'll be live on Fubo. And like three, I think three and a half, four hours. We're even showing some, some most of our amateur fights, which is different. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. Um, so we're showing our amateur fights. I think we got six or seven pros. So 16 fights throughout the day. Wow. Um, and I love that, man, because I built a platform myself to give these other guys that's coming up a platform. We, one, one or two guys every fight is leaving us to the UFC, yeah. every one after. You know, we got two just fighting. This one that already got UFC contracts is taking one more in San Diego because it's going to be a big one. And then they're gone to the UFC. So we're cool with being defeated. We got a bunch of tech, fan engagement, innovative stuff. That AI, I mean, we're, we're about to get so crazy with this thing here shortly. Um, that we're just going to create our own, our own lane and, and, and let UFC and, and you know do their thing because they're, the, they're the big dogs and uh, and keep growing internally, man. Like that is important for us. Might be time to uh, sign them up. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, got to You know, we got to sign them up, baby. <laughs> no, we got to sign them up. I, you know, I do not honestly. I um, so I got these videos. I shoot on my Instagram with the sign them up and don't sign them up. And oh, I'll be cool. sending them like ten a week. Oh, I'm dude, like, like you, up. but <laughs> you know what? It, it, it's funny because people would always ask me, like, "How do you get these videos? How do, like, where do you find this shit?" Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. "I got, you know, I got, I got, I got friends. My boys, my my people send me this shit." So I, I, you know, I got a guy for you. You probably know him, uh, King David MMA. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah Hulk Hogan's he's, nephew. He's oh, dude, and, and so <laughs> and he's good on the mic, man. Oh, he's, dude, it's 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 fun for me because. Um, you know, being in a being in a, in this business in the fight business, um, you get a lot of fighters and shit. You know, to reach out to. I go to gyms. I pro- you know everywhere from Vegas all the way down to San Diego, Texas, Florida, uh, Black House, uh, AKA. I've, I've been to all these gyms, right? Training, fight, fight ready down in Arizona, and I see these guys. Whatever. So fighters would naturally come up to me, yeah. and so I was like, oh, okay, when was your last fight? Which promotion? Which company? And they'll send me a, a DM or a clip of their last fight. And some of them are really good. I'm like, oh, this dude can go, right? So I send it to our matchmakers. But some of them start sending me shit that I'm getting knocked out. 
<laughs> or getting their ass whooped. And, it's a little so, too humble. Yeah. And I was like, like, bro, why you send me this? I'm right. And I'll and I text him like, yo, you don't have any other clips? And like, you don't have anything else? Yeah. You I got heart. Here. I got heart. Right. And so what I started to do was, um, <laughs> what I started to do was create these sign them up or don't sign them up. Because I, I, it got funny to me at the yeah. end of the day. Like, you got some guys that can really go, and then some guys just completely suck. And so I was like, hold on. Sign them up. Don't sign them up. Sign them up. Don't sign them up. I was like, that's a skit. And then you're, all your, your, uh, in your chat, like all the comments will be like, sign them up. And yeah, everyone goes, yeah. That's, and so that's I'll, awesome. po- I'll post fight videos of people who can actually fight and get knocked out, and some of them get their ass whooped. And the ones get their ass whooped, I say, don't sign them up. And I'll take my glass off and look at the camera. So it became like a thing. You know, like some of these videos get five and six million, vi- six million views. Yeah, and, the you know, engagement's the awesome. The engagement is awesome, and people love it. I was eating at um, STK about two months ago. And uh, I'm sitting there eating, and it was a group of people to walk by me, behind me, scream, sign them up! It scared the shit out of me, right? I turn around, and I look, and all I do, I just burst out in tears laughing, man. They were all laughing. It was the funniest thing ever. So it kind of, it, it just kind of, you know, kind of came one of these things. It's cool when you find that thing. I, I started uh, going to the strip and doing interviews. And like a week or so ago, I did a, you got to fight one, you got to fuck one, and you got to, and you got to kill one. And I wasn't telling the people what the question was going to be, but I, it was Mike Tyson, Conor McGregor, and Dana White. And the, these guys, when I, you know, and I got the microphone out there on the strip and the faces and like just the Jake algorithm was picking know, it up. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. You know? it, it was a good time, but you know, you got to find like Dana White, he does yeah. the uh, fucking Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Sign him up. I like that. Sign yeah. him up. Sign him up. Yeah. Don't sign him up. I uh I've been Sean been trying to sign me up for for a couple Dude, of years. Listen, now. you know, okay, so <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna this is my thing, man. I, I'm a nonstop. Like, if I see something, I'm like, dude, you should, you know, if for years. For years. I've been. I'm like, dude, just take one because he because he had a he had a fight in uh in San Diego. It's a charity event he did. Look, he looked great. Knocked the guy out. And um and I saw him hitting mitts and stuff, and you know, obviously I saw him he was sharp. But you know, when you get in the ring in the cage, it's much different, right? Um, and he looked good in the cage. I said, in the ring, I said, man, dude, you should, you should really look at, you know, taking an MMA fight. I mean, you know, J Rock has a, a, a insane network of people and, and just a great dude. So everybody will come and see him and support him. I said, well, we'll I'll put something together and just, you know, rock it out because I know that people will support. He got a lot of, um, you know, big outreach of, of just people in general. And so I'm, I'm not going to stop until he, you know, until he said, hey, I'm not fighting no more. <laughs> but while he's still talking about taking a fight, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take my shot. Yeah, Eric, Eric's in my ear about it, too. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like the boxing, I was like, let me do this boxing because, you know, as far as staying injury-free, I feel like boxing's a little easier to, I mean, nothing's easy, but easier to keep myself from getting injured. You know, once I start rolling a lot, uh, shoulder, you know, becomes a little, you know, um, so, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not spring chicken, you know, so we'll see what happens after that. Um, I would love to, to, to grace the lights out, uh, canvas. I, I would love that, man. You know, we will, we'll put a fight, promote the hell out of it. And, uh, <laughs> I've been, I've been calling out every MMA journalist. I'm like, I'm by no means some high level athlete, but, uh. I'm from Jersey. Yeah, I'm a vet. I'll get it. I'm like, you know, uh, in all respect to the schmo, but I probably said it on like 15 shows. Let's go. Let's yeah. let's get in there and bang out. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we want to sure sit you down get Ariel with, too. You know, Dana Ariel will like yeah, Dana Dana will like that. Oh yeah. To him. But you know, we get to sit down with you guys. Yeah. And and all these these high level athletes that got, you know, we we see two percent of the maybe a little bit of the success from afar. 
But what about the, all the days you were in tears and your body was broken and you didn't see your family and, you know, you had anxiety and, like, nobody sees that. So I, yeah. I'm like, well, we need to have to earn it a little more. Me personally coming into, like, you know, a new genre and being a host of a fight show, how else could I gain respect? Get in there and fight and be like, hey, look, I'm, I'm not saying I'm this guy, but if, like, you've had to put all the work and time in to get where you're at, I should have to sweat and bleed a little bit to sit down with you and, and ask you about it. Yeah, so I'm like, I, let's, I, let's scrap. I like, I like the mindset because, you know, you just have to understand a little bit of what that feels like. You know, it's like I, I've, I've listened, you know, you don't want to be a, a talking about swimming professionally if you've never been in the pool, right? And it's it's one of those things that, you know, to your point, like training through injuries and, you know, it's another uh, one of the reasons why I respect a lot of these guys so much, these these fighters in all combat sports because of what they're going through. You know, the day to day grind of putting that work in because we all want to just relax some days. We want to chill. We got, in, you know, these guys are training with injuries. They're fighting with injuries, you know, like. I like these 24-7s because you're able to see sometimes, like, these guys are going into these fights with serious injuries and they're going anyway. You know, it's the same thing with football or, or, or these other sports. Like, these guys aren't 100%. They're very rarely 100%, but they're going in there and they're putting their life on the line, you know. And uh, I just have a, a huge amount of respect for that. Um, and just always martial arts for me, respect, discipline. Like, most of these fighters, you meet them and they're, they're, they're cool, you know, and, and – they're not like walking around being tough guys, beating up guys. And I feel like that becomes this like way in which they're looked at, but it's not how, it's not how these guys operate. You learn respect at a very early age and to the point, you know, you're talking shit. So okay. And then you're going to have to, you're going to have to back that up and, 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 uh, and, and do it to it. Thank God they're uh, humble and nice, right? <laughs> a bunch of linemen. Like, what'd you yeah. say? Just mushing you. Yeah. Um, There's a few bad apples out there, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are, we got to we got to wrap it up. Um, we'll do this again. Yeah. I would really like to to get together and learn learn more. Uh, and offline, I'll, I'll connect with you guys more because uh, I can't learn how to do this hosting stuff and get out there if I don't ask, right? Yep. Um, because you got a fight league, other like you know uh, credentials, all that type of stuff. I, I want to represent. My friends and people that are that are have the same passion as me, so I look forward to it. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Um, for having us. Uh, fight junkies, we're gonna keep growing. You, you, you mark my words, you're gonna see my my pretty face more and more. I so. believe it. I yeah. believe it. Thanks for having us on, man. Yeah, I'll be behind absolutely. You all the way, bro. You guys have anything you want to plug, or you, nope, you guys ready good. to go? All right, fight junkies. Like, share, subscribe. Thanks for watching. We're out. <laughs>